It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I wanna say is, just give me some hot pizza. Steve Siddall here with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs that feature some of the best financial advisors heard around the country each and every week. Hey, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share this podcast. I would really appreciate that. And if you want to reach any of the advisors featured in the show, 800-662-6808 or just text pizza to 21000. Email me, steve at financialpizza.com. Well, another week in the books. That was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. That was the week that was. In the market, the S&P spent most of the week in record territory, closing Thursday up 17 at 4,097. NASDAQ also closing Thursday up 1%. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell said again this week that the rise in inflation this year was likely to prove temporary. That's good news. The number of unemployment applications rose last week to 744,000. That signals that jobs are being cut even as more people are being vaccinated. Mortgage rates dropped for the first time in seven weeks. They had been inching upward. The latest data shows that the 30-year fixed mortgage dropped to 3.13%. And a year ago? It was at 3.33%. couple of interesting and related to finance television programs. The WeWork, or The Making and Breaking of a $47 Billion Unicorn Documentary, is available. It's on Hulu. Now, in a pre-COVID world, it was the concept of co-workspace. Remember that? Yeah, it shows how greed, technology worship, and low interest rates took over. That is worth watching, in my opinion, to watch that whole thing crumble. It was amazing. The other is Operation Varsity Blues, the college admission scandal. Now, we all know that story, and this is kind of part movie and part documentary, and you watch how this whole thing played out at all of the people involved and how much money traded hands, and you learn just what a side door is when getting into college. You'll, you'll want to see that one, too. It's available on Netflix. Now, I've got trailers for these things in the show notes section of the podcast. All right, so the advisors also had stuff to say this week. Coach Pete DeRuta explains what he calls the lump sum time bomb. Richard Pelletier breaks down annuities in a creative way. Nathan Fort says we have to know our risk number. Joe Hamill lays out a case study of a very successful retirement plan. Eric Carney talks about navigating your way to retirement. And I've got a broker's behaving badly. Time to put this pizza together, and for that, we turn to America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuta. In this clip from America's 401k show, Coach is talking with Morgan Patrick and me about the lump sum time bomb. We're talking about the 20 decisions that you have to make before you retire, and we call it the comprehensive decision list. Number two, well, number one was, do I have enough money to retire now? That's a right. good point. Sure. So. If you don't have enough money to retire now, based on what you want to do in the future, then we have to decide when you will have enough money. And so it's not a you can never have a retirement like this. Maybe you have to work a little longer or maybe your money should be in different places and then maybe you can do what you want to do. So one of the things that one of the reasons I see people aren't able to retire when they thought is they don't have any income plan set up. 
And so they've got a lump sum. We call it a lump sum time bomb. You've got a bunch of money in a 401k. It's all taxable because you didn't take advantage of that Roth IRA we talked about earlier, the Roth 401k. And now when you take that money out, you have to share on the way to your mailbox – that money stops by the state and federal government. They take their share out, and you get what's left. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. That's how yeah. it works. It's like I watched the Deadliest Catch show. That's where they go out into the, the Arctic and uh, put those big crab traps down and get the crabs, big old snow crabs, and the ones you pay a lot of money for in the restaurant. And you see why now when you watch that show. Oh, yeah. But they had this one episode where they had sand fleas, they were calling them, and they're in the water, and they eat the bait before the crabs can get there, so there's nothing left. So we we don't want we don't want our, our paycheck in retirement to look like that, looking like sand fleas from the government got a hold of it and there's nothing left for you. So we need to make sure we have enough money. We need to make sure that we factor in taxation and any other pitfalls that may hit your portfolio or your money before you get it. Financial termites, again, eating away your money before you get it. Taxes, fees, too much risk. Those are three big termites. Sand fleas and crabs. Well, that makes sense, I guess. The conversation continued as Coach lays out the bucketing strategy used at Capital Financial. Red, green, yellow. And, and most people that come in, they start call, they open their statements, call out where the stuff is, and we categorize it for them. And so when we're done, most of the time what I see is way too much money on the red side and either not much or a little bit mm-hmm. or none on the green side. Now, green is safe with income. You can have safe all day long. That's a bank account. Usually, I call those yellow accounts because you're not going to earn much money. Those are losing money safely type accounts. Why do I say losing money safely? Well, if you have money in a bank account and you're earning 1% a year, but inflation historically is 3% a year, you have a negative 2% buying power you lose every single year. Therefore, you are losing money safely. Fund the ride by the bank and waived your money, but your money's not waving back. It's waving by because <laughs> it's going away because the inflation is, is kicking it every single year. Downward. So we need to make sure that we have accounts that at least pay us what inflation pays. Our green accounts usually do that. And the green accounts have growth. When you don't need the money, they protect that growth and lock that growth in so you can't lose that money back. And then when you decide to activate, give you that lifetime income, you can never, ever outlive for you and your spouse. And when you pass away, if you pass away too soon, when both of you pass away, whatever's left in there goes on to your family. So it doesn't disappear like the old accounts used to. So these are these are fiduciary standard ones, Steve. They meet they meet my fiduciary standard. It's going to give you that lifetime income, even if your balance goes to zero. By the way, so if you're if you go down to a bank account or a bank and you say, "Give me my money," and they say you don't have any money left, and you say, "I want more money. I was promised money for life," they'll call the cops on you because you're trying to rob the bank. <laughs> yes. But but in specialized green retirement accounts, even if the balance goes to zero, it will continue to give you the paycheck you deserve for you and your spouse. And in many of the accounts that we set up, you can double that money that monthly check for up to five years if you have a long-term care event. Now, it's not long-term care insurance, but it gives you a doubling effect, which is pretty good, Steve. Very good, Pretty good, better than not having it. So, very, very important that we understand the money world, and more importantly, the money world is on our side. So, money is just a tool, and all the money places to put the money out there are tools. So, let's make sure we have the right tools in our retirement toolbox The right tools in the toolbox make sense. Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial have the right tools. (laughs) Give Coach Pete a call at 800-662-6808. Text pizza to 21000. America's 401k show is heard weekends on 1061 FM Talk in Raleigh, North Carolina. You can also find it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit PeteOnDemand.com to learn more about Coach Pete and Capital Financial. Pizza! Now we head to West Salem, Massachusetts, where we check in with Richard Pelletier at Help to Retire. 
In this clip, Richard breaks down the various kinds of annuities and offers some thoughts on what might or might not work in your retirement and income plan. Well, you've got to understand there are some basic differences between annuities, and very few people understand uh, the distinguishing factor between many of them. First of all, let's talk about a fixed annuity. Uh, think of a bank that issues a CD. It's three years, and it pays you 2%. An insurance company issues a fixed annuity for three years and pays you, let's say, 2.25. What's the difference? Okay. Uh, basically, the same type of mechanism. You have in a fixed annuity, and many of them, a fixed multi-year guarantee of interest for that period of time. Uh, in today's market, 2 2.5%, depending on the company and what's available. Let's talk about variable annuities. Watch out for those. Variable annuities, your money is in the stock market. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. The insurance company takes the money, puts it into what they call sub-accounts. Those accounts are nine times out of 10, 99 times out of 10 uh, in the stock market. It is, in my opinion, the most expensive way to invest in the stock market. Look at the expenses, get them itemized, and quite often the, what's being marketed today is variable noise will have expenses anywhere from a minimum of 3% to a maximum of almost 4.5%. If you got a couple hundred thousand dollars in one of those, just figure out what the interest is on the expenses, rather, and it's just outrageous, in my opinion. And again, Single so why, why, do people, why are people pushed into variable annuities? Stockbroker, commissions. Okay. okay. All right. That's uh, what I thought, now, but well, I'm just checking. Yeah, but also what happens uh, is that they're coming out with these riders, and it's a lot of smoke and mirrors and they make you feel uh like this value in this this account the true account value is somehow protected against stock market loss it's not your market goes down the value that variable annuity is going to go down no if ands or buts about it okay okay all right now let's compare that with index annuities all right go ahead uh, index annuities your money is not i'll repeat that again your money is not in the stock market uh, what the insurance company does, say, listen, uh, we'll track an index you pick, and if that index goes up during this period of time, we'll give you a piece, part of a portion of that index increase. Now, right now, uh, where was the S&P and the Dow and NASDAQ last February, March? Duh, an all-time low. All right? So those index annuities crossing my desk now are producing an outrageous rate of return. I mean, bodacious, Okay. Uh, when's the last time you heard that word, bodacious? <laughs> okay, just thinking but, that, but again, th these index annuities are a safe investment, long term, uh, to produce income down the road that should generate in today's marketplace. I'm going to say over a five year period, three, four, five percent. Okay. Okay. This year, unbelievable returns. Okay, but your money's not in the stock market. Some of them can have expenses if you want additional riders. Uh, I'm not fond of many of them. Uh, I prefer the index annuities that have no expenses. Then you come down to the single premium immediate annuity. There you're going into an insurance company. Here's $400,000. How much will that buy me as a monthly payment for the rest of my life, guaranteed if I live to be 125 years old? Okay. Uh, there's only one scenario where I can see a SPIA is an appropriate investment. Today, I use it extensively in my Medicaid practice. Uh, under the Medicaid statutes, uh, if I have excess assets for a couple, 
Uh, they do not qualify for mass health assistance to the nursing home. They're writing out checks for dollars $11,000, $12,000, $13,000, $14,000 every single month. The surviving spouse is going to be totally impoverished. The statute allows me to buy a pension at an insurance company under appropriate and statutory requirements. Uh, I'm not talking like a lawyer, for God's sake. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time since I practiced, but anyway, I, I kind of I'm fall myself into that language. But the bottom line is that's where you have no choice. Uh, either that money goes to the nursing home at the rate of $14,000 a month, or you take that excess money under the statute, properly set up. We have evidence and submit at the hearing that it was done properly pursuant to the statute. Uh, then you exchange that money that would have gone to the nursing home for a pension for the healthy one who's at home. You can catch Richard and his version of Financial Safari Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock on News Radio 560 WHYN in Springfield, Massachusetts. You can stream it on the iHeartRadio app. You can learn more by visiting his website, helptoretire.com. That's helptoretire.com. You can call him right here, 800 662 6808, or text pizza to 21000. At pizza. Nathan Fort is up next in Austin, Texas. Nathan is talking with host Teresa Opeka. He's talking about risk in retirement and how you need to identify your risk number. So here's some things that I've I've noticed as an advisor the last 16 years working with people. If you if you feel so compelled to jump out of the market because of a bad month, you either have too much money at risk or you're taking too much risk on the money that you're investing. So let me, let me explain what I mean by that. If you have the right plan in place, you're likely going to be protecting the right amount of money and you're going to be taking the right level of risk in your investments. So when the market does what it does and say we have a bad month and extreme volatility, if you're invested correctly, if you have the right amount of money in a safe place and you're taking the right level of risk, you shouldn't be freaking out. You shouldn't be bailing on the market. If you really feel that emotion to do that, that's a good sign that you're probably taking too much risk. Mm -hmm. So a question I would ask my, uh, ask my listeners today is what is your risk number? Some people don't know there, there's a way to, to determine your comfort zone and, and you can have a number associated with that. Uh, for example, uh, on a scale of 1 to 99, 99 being the most aggressive, uh, where are you? you know, some people don't know where they are. Uh, and I would recommend coming into my office so we can determine that very quickly. That's step one. You need to know your number. Step two, what number is your current portfolio? Is there a discrepancy there? And I'll tell you, if you're feeling the emotion to bail on the market and you're scared and you're jumping out, there's probably a discrepancy. So, for example, you might be a, on a scale of 1 to 99. Let's say you're a 50, kind of middle of the road, but you're holding a portfolio that's 75 or 80. Uh, you're investing outside of your comfort zone. And most people don't see the problem with that during good times. Right. Sure. Because market's doing very well and yep. they're very excited to, to see all the positive performance in their portfolio. So it's going up and well, up. Yep. Exactly. So why would you be worried about your risk when things are going really well? Mm -hmm. Right. You would. You, most people aren't. Right. It's when the market turns and now you're seeing negative performance well below your comfort zone. And now you're freaked out. We don't want we don't want people scared about retirement. It's like, you know, like the fitness plan. 
we don't want you to be terrified about your your fitness plan. If you are, we're probably we probably have the wrong activities in your plan. We're probably doing the wrong stuff at the gym, or we're pushing a little too hard. You, you want to be excited about it. You want to feel like you're getting pushed, but it shouldn't be a terrifying, stressful experience, uh, especially not this this time of your life where it's, it's supposed to be the best. So I'd say that that's probably one of the big problems we see is people are at investing outside of their comfort zone. They're taking too much risk. And so this becomes much more emotional than it really needs to be. He makes a great point about taking too much risk, especially as you head into retirement. You can hear his show, Retire Fit Radio, Sundays at 11 a.m. on KLBJ in Austin, Texas. His podcast also available on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit his website to learn more, retireaustin.com. That's retireaustin.com. Give him a call, 800-662-6808, or text PIZZA to 21000. PIZZA! All right, now let's meet this week's less than desirable advisor in brokers behaving badly. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. A former advisor for Merrill Lynch has pleaded guilty to fleecing his clients out of more than $3 million. Marcus Boggs appeared before a U.S. District Judge in Chicago recently where he pled guilty to wire fraud, among other charges. The 51-year-old Boggs spent his entire career with Merrill Lynch beginning in 2006. In court, he admitted to using client money to cover rent, mortgage payments, international travel, fancy meals, and more. Well, the good news is all of Boggs' clients have been compensated. Merrill fired him back in December of 2018 over the allegations. The Financial Industry Regulatory Authority barred him from the industry in January of 2019. The SEC put the kibosh on him just this month over allegations he stole $1.7 million from his clients. There is a strange twist in all of this. One of Boggs' victims was Shane Sharp. Now, he was one of the so-called Dixmoor Five, the five teenagers who were allegedly framed by the Illinois State Police and Dixmoor Police for the 1991 rape and murder of a 14-year-old girl. Sharp won a $5 million wrongful death conviction settlement, which he let Boggs manage. Sharp believed the money would last him for most of his life, but Boggs contacted him in 2018 to tell him the money was gone. His accounts would soon be closed. Sharp says he knows he didn't spend all that money. And he trusted Boggs. That, says Boggs, is when he hit rock bottom. He's set to be sentenced in June. No word on how long he may be making little rocks out of big ones in the big house. We'll keep you posted. I mean, really. Let's hope his time behind bars does him some good. Pizza! Now we head to Ohio, where we find retirement coach Joe Hamill and his show, The Financial Playbook. In this clip, Joe goes through a case study and what he's recommending to this high net worth client and really helps him to maximize his retirement. It's for a higher net worth individual. He came to us, he's already working with an advisor and actually been with his advisor for, for many years. But the advisor really was just one of those advisors just handling his investments and he realized from listening to our radio show, actually, Steve, the importance of having other aspects to the retirement plan, taxes, long-term care planning, estate planning, income planning. And what all he was getting was the investment side of things. And he was concerned about taxes going up, as am I, due to the big national debt and the fact that we're in a relatively low tax environment right now. So for all those reasons. 
So he brought it to his advisor and his advisor said, well, if you're concerned about taxes, why don't you do Roth conversions? And that was really the, the advisor's advice. And, it, and that's what it was left at. Well, when he came to me and we took a look and really started uh, delving and, and taking a deep dive into his situation, he's a high net worth individual because he makes a lot of money right now. He's still working and he makes, a, he makes a good level of income. But when he moves into retirement, he's going to be able to live off of a lot less than what he's making right now. If I remember correctly, he's making around $450,000 a year right now in his work. But in retirement, he's going to need like around $10,000 a month or $120,000 to live. So let's put off the Roth conversions until he moves into retirement when he's going to be, you know, he will be in a lower tax bracket, I feel, even if taxes do go up just because of the significant drop in income. So you with me on that so far, So Steve? Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to delay that. And then also with our No Worries Retirement Plan system that we built for him, um, in the first several years of his retirement, and we're helping him retire early, by the way, he was thinking he could retire around 64, 65. We're able to help him retire at age 62. But for the first eight years of his retirement, we're going to be having him live off mainly off of his 401k money. And he's going to be paying taxes on that and living off of that. But again, we feel we're going to be, at least in the next eight years or so, still in a relatively low tax environment. We're more concerned about taxes down the road, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, 30 years down the road, that type of thing. So we're going to be paying taxes on that money for, so he can live off of, but also it's going to allow him to delay claiming Social Security. Also, at the same time with our No Worries Retirement Plan that we developed for him, we are going to have him do some Roth conversions once he's in retirement. And then once he reaches age 70, then we're going to have him turn on Social Security so he's maximizing that benefit. It's going to grow. It's going to be very nice and big for him. Uh, he's also going to have a nice pot of money there in uh, due to Roth conversions that he'll be able to create tax-free income off of. So the bottom line of this, if you're out there listening, for this individual anyways, for this client, we're able to produce for him tax-free retirement and income probably about eight years down the road. And on top of that, he's not going to have any taxes on his Social Security income. Wow. So when we, and he, again, agreed with me that, you know, long-term 10, 15, 20 years down the road, that's really what we got to worry about in terms of taxes. So when we get to that time frame, he's going to be in a tax-free environment for the rest of his retirement. And if his tax bracket goes from you know, 15% to 20% or 30% or whatever, it's not going to affect him at all. So in his opinion, that was a pretty good plan. Tax planning and retirement, such a critical piece of the puzzle. And Coach Joe can help you do that. You can find him in Parma Heights, Ohio. And his show, The Financial Playbook, airs on several stations in the Cleveland area on both Saturdays and Sundays. You can visit HamillAdvisory.com for a complete list of times and stations. That's HamillAdvisory.com. You can also find him on television Sunday mornings at 1130. You'll find his podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Him right here at 800 662 6808, or just text pizza to 21000. Pizza! One more clip, and this pie is complete. And for that, we need to get our sea legs on. Let me explain. Eric Carney is in beautiful Cape Coral, Florida, and the show is WealthWorks Radio. Now, in this clip, Eric takes us on a boat ride and he ties it all into navigating your way to retirement. In 2018, when the market melted down in late December, I saw where people were actually going into their financial plan. They're taking a look at it and they're saying, look, it's possible we're going to be just fine, even if we have a bad year. But what blows me away still after almost 20 years of, of being in this business is that how many people don't have a financial plan, but yet they have so many questions. I have so many questions, Eric. Well, guess what? 
that financial plan answers a lot of those questions. And people don't realize that. They don't wanna put the effort into this. Or they're going in and they're giving their advisor three, four, five hundred thousand, sometimes a million dollars. There's no financial plan. There's no income plan. How do you do that? There's absolutely no navigation whatsoever. And, you know, I, I talk about my brother-in-law a lot because we have a really good relationship. And, um, you know, last week they came down and uh, we went to Cabbage Key by boat. And the interesting thing is you can only get to Cabbage Key by boat. And there's a great restaurant. There's a few little... Uh, hotels that you can rent. And so we went up there. And I think people will appreciate this because I've been up there 103 times. <laughs> My brother-in-law's been there once. Right. He doesn't own a boat. So <laughs> on the way up, he's like, how do you get there? And I showed him my navigation system. And so we're, it's basically plotting how we get there. So we go up there, we have lunch, and we end up staying a little bit later than we expected. And the interesting thing is, is that on the way back, it starts to get dark. And so I turn on the navigation system, and it plots exactly where I have to go. I know the safe areas. I know how not to hit the pilings that are out in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. I know how to get back safely. I know how not to sit a or not, uh, how not to hit a sandbar. And because I'm going by the navigation, that navigation system, again, has gotten me safely there and home 103 times, and it shows it on there. So keep in mind that he's never owned a boat, never been to Cabbage Key, and doesn't even know how to turn on the navigation system. But yet, all the way home, maybe an hour and 15 minutes, he's like, I just don't feel that this is the right way. I have, I have a gut feeling this is, this is wrong. I feel like we didn't come this way. And I'm like, well, how can you tell we're in the dark on the water? Yeah. And so the thing is, is that he did not believe in the navigation system. Again, that has gotten us there 103 times safely. So and I thought so, you were exaggerating when you said 103. You really have been there 103 times. Oh, yeah. I've been there 103 <laughs> times. It says it right on. Yeah, it says it right on the screen. This is your 103rd trip. And so the interesting thing is, is that when you take a look at boat navigation, how does this really relate to financial planning? Well, it's basically, it's important for whoever is captaining the boat to know the vessel's accurate position, speed, heading, to ensure that the vessel reaches its destination in the safest, most economical and timely manner with ever-changing conditions. So think about that with your financial plan, Steve. You've got political events, you've got world events, you've got stock market volatility, you have all those things that are ever changing. I still have to get you from A to B in your retirement the safest way possible. And I'm going to do that with a navigation system. That's that financial plan. And so many people don't have that. So can you imagine my brother-in-law getting into that boat that night with no navigation and trying to get home, how possible when you're an hour and 15 minutes away in black water, you can't see a thing, how, how, how do you think he would have gotten home? Well, he wouldn't have. 
Right. Or he would have gotten to the wrong place. And that, again, when it comes to retirement, we don't want to arrive at the wrong place. That would be running out of money. Right. <laughs> you need that evolving document. You need that navigation. You want to have vision, recognition, and navigation. You want to know that you're going to get to where you want to go safely. And that's what we're looking at. I mean, it's just crazy. It's just, uh, you know, we, we, we really had a long conversation about that. And he's just like, well, I guess I have to believe more in the navigation system that you've had on the boat. And it, it literally plots. It, it keeps me on track. And so does that financial plan. It's no different. If, if the markets get tumultuous, you can look at your financial plan and you can say, ah, you know what? I'm still okay. You know, I mean, I've got a gas gauge. I've got oil pressure. I've got all these gauges on the boat. But I also have that navigation system. I have to watch everything all over the place, but the navigation lets me know you're still on track. That's what people want today. Vision, recognition, and navigation getting to retirement makes a lot of sense to me. You can hear Eric's show, Wealth Works Radio, on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida, or you can find his podcast on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why not subscribe and it'll be delivered to your phone each and every week? Eric is with Retirement Wealth in Cape Coral, Florida. Visit the website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E R I C. K-E-A-R-N-E-Y, advisor.com. You can also find him on TV in the area, both Saturdays and Sundays. Check your local listings for times and channels. You can give him a call right here, 800-662-6808, or just text PIZZA to 21000. So that's it, episode 96. Oof, getting dangerously close to 100. The financial pizza is complete. It's boxed, ready for that uh, no-contact delivery. Speaking of delivery, you can have this pizza delivered to you each and every week. All you have to do is subscribe. It is available wherever you download your podcasts. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the very best financial radio programs heard around the country each and every week, and it's all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Remember, call any of the advisors featured here, 800-662-6808, or text PIZZA to 21000. Hey, we've also got links to the advisors in the show notes section of this podcast. You can reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com. Find me on Twitter at Steve Siddall. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really do appreciate it. I'm Steve Siddall. We'll see you next time right here on Financial Pizza. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.